What it do, baby? Hey, we back with another episode, episode 14 of That's How You Feel. It's your host, Jacob Rose, with my boy, Quinn. Quinn. Yes, sir. What up, baby? What up, baby? Who we, who, who's our special guest today, Quinn? I'm going to let him introduce himself. What's going on, everybody? You know, it's your boy, Miles. Here with my boys, Quinn and Jay Rose. We about to we about to bring a fresh episode today. We're real excited to get into it. Yeah. Yes, sir. Let y'all okay. kick it off. You know what I'm saying? Just chilling. Okay, okay, okay. Well, I got a special shout out for my advisor at Marquette, uh, Professor Sturgill. My professor as well and hey, advisor. Thank you. Thank you for my tuning in. My professor as well. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't plan that either. Yeah. But, you know, it's cool. It's cool. Thanks, for, sure, thanks for being here. Happy Friday, y'all, though. Yeah, happy Friday. We got, um, we got cooking for the weekend. You know, like all week, I've been thinking I want to go out and turn up, but I don't, I don't think, I don't know if I am this week. I might just, <laughs> might just stay in the crib watching basketball. You know, we got Bucks. I think Bucks Jazz round tonight. That's yeah. a good game. There's Bucks no Jazz. Conley or Holiday though. So. Oh really? Yeah. Oh. But it should still be a good game. Yeah. See if Giannis can hit a game winner this time. Don't do my boy like that. <laughs> right. He had 46. <laughs> he did. He did. He was hooping. He was hooping. What did What did Devin Booker say though? He said, I think he said we're good or something. Like yeah. we'll, we'll live with that. Something like that. Right. I mean, he went twenty one from twenty three from the free throw line too. Yeah, he's he was hooping. He was hooping. I ain't yeah. gonna I ain't gonna discredit him, but I mean, I feel like as a Bucks fan, you'd want him to take that shot. Yeah, to get him ready. But then but, of course, like the media, I think I saw like Bleacher Report. The only thing they said about the game was Giannis missed his last second shot. I'm like, yeah. it just skips over it. Right, the what? amazing game that he actually had. Yes, <laughs> exactly. But you know, that's media for you. Yeah, yeah. whatever. Well, you know, it's February twelfth, so in two days, it's you know. Valentine's Day. Um, Quinn, you got any plans? <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll probably treat myself to some food. There's this one Cuban restaurant I've really been wanting to try downtown. Um, I can't remember the name of it, but Gil, my roommate Gil was talk, talking about it, and I'm, I'm going to treat myself to that, to that, I think. Probably other than that, though, just homework and, you know. Playing Marvin's room like thirty times. Marvin's room. Okay, <laughs> that's about it. Probably. That's a vibe. That's Maybe some fire it. and desire for me. I think. Okay. Okay. How about you, Miles? Man, I don't have any plans. I'm just, just chilling, man. I think that, uh, you know, Valentine's Day is is cool and and whatnot, but I think it's it's overhyped. Um, you know, whether you're single as a Pringle or, <laughs> <laughs> or you're in a relationship, I think it's overhyped either way. But, you know, to each his own. Um, you know, if you're in a in a relationship, I, I hope that all the all the couples out there have a great uh Valentine's Day. I won't hate. I won't hate. I saw um Pink Sweats is putting out a concert, I think, on Saturday night or Sunday night. I can't remember which one. But it's basically like the way he marketed it was just for singles just for, pretty much. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. Is it yeah. on YouTube or something? Or? No, you gotta buy it. You gotta like oh. you gotta go online and buy it. Yeah, I, I, won't, I won't be perfect. Yeah, it's paid per view. <laughs> I won't it's, be it's like it's like fifteen bucks though. Oh, okay. And I think you when you if you buy it, you have the chance to like meet him virtually or something. Okay. So I mean, it's, I mean, fifteen dollars like that's not and bad. He's, and he's putting out a bunch of unreleased stuff. He's like singing it for the first time. I think that'll be cool. But Jay, I mean, any plans? Miles, do you have something to say? No, I was gonna say like Pink Sweats. I mean, he's he's good. Like I, I like him as an artist, but you know, I don't know if I like him that much. And it is only fifteen dollars. Like, I gotta yeah. get that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, Jay. You got plans, bro? Hey man, you know me. I don't. <laughs> I ain't got nothing I to don't. do. I'm gonna be. You know, it's a Sunday too, and it's not gonna be any football. That's what I was thinking. Like, if it was a Sunday, I'd be chilling. But, yeah. Or if it was like football season, I mean, there'll I'd be, be some early day, you know, basketball games. But no, it's gonna be. I don't know. I'm probably gonna try to stay off social media. 
so I don't see all these couples posting how much they love each other and all that because I'm not really trying to see that. Yeah, I agree with Miles. Though. I think Valentine's Day is it's very overhyped. Like, if you're in a relationship, I think you look forward to it, and it's, like, a fun day. But at the same time, it's not like this day is just going to magically, like, take your relationship to the next level or, yeah. like, whatever. Like, it's just a day, to, a day to celebrate with your significant other. Yeah, I mean, when you're in a relationship, it's like, and Valentine's Day comes around, I don't know, you could be doing that type of stuff year-round. You right. don't have to have that special day to, you know, show that person how much you love them. Yeah. And I was talking to my parents about it this morning, and they were like, yeah, it's pretty stupid to be honest and i was like yeah i guess but you know it is what it is but i have a question for you guys in the day and age like right now um do you think that it's do you think you can meet like your person forever on social like dating apps i think that's a possibility you got it miles <laughs> i don't know i don't know that's a that's a good question that's interesting because i think like it's obviously increasing popularity, like the yeah. number of apps that are available and stuff. Yeah, and I, I mean, off the top, I would say no, but like, you really, you really never know. You know what I'm saying? Like, you really don't know. Um, there's a lot of stuff that like can be forced in person, and sometimes, I mean, for some people, I guess it is easier for to use a dating site because maybe it releases them with some of that like extra pressure that comes with like sure. talking in person right off the bat or something like that. I don't, I don't really know, but for me, I would say no. Yeah, I don't know. The way I think about it, like, like when I think when I meet or like come across like a relationship or like sometimes it's like my parents or like my friends' parents, like it's like, oh, how'd you guys meet? And they have some like cool story, like they got introduced to each other at like a party or like whatever. And I'm thinking like, yeah, I swiped right on her on Bumble or like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like that'd be, that'd be so such such a lame, lame story. That'd be so yeah. embarrassing to tell people. I mean, no like, disrespect I would, to people that find people and fall in love with like that. But I don't know. I just think if you, like, see someone that's been dating in college for, like, two years and you find out they met each other on, like, Tinder or something, I think it's just kind of funny. Uh-huh. But, you know, people find love in all different types of ways. Right. For me, I think, I don't know. I don't, I feel like dating apps are, it's, I don't know if they're as much a dating apps if they're not more just to meet new people. Sure. Or like make new conversations with new people and then you know i guess it makes that transition to meet somebody easier instead of especially in covid because you know we're not going out on the weekend you know in-person classes aren't really happening you know you're virtual you, you know you might see a cute girl in your virtual class and you go find an instagram follower <laughs> and hit her up but i don't know it's kind of harder now so i guess dating apps are kind of easy to use now but personally for me i'd you know rather find somebody the magical story you know right, tell my kids right. in the future and as an outsider too i look down on people who like are in like Sheesh. a committed relationship because of I, that, like not that's like how I you feel to. that's not because i that's want how to you feel. but like i think like subconsciously i do that yeah mm-hmm. like if i were to meet you know someone who they've been dating for two years and they met each other on tinder like i'm sorry i, I i'm just gonna immediately form judgment about it what if it's like a situation where Say you know a girl that goes to Marquette, like you've talked to her a few times, but you download Tinder and you guys swipe okay. each other, yeah. and then you get like that validation of like, oh, she's interested in me. Okay, yeah, that's I guess that's a little bit different. Like, that's, yeah. that's a little different, but like to me, I mean, I think that goes back to what I was saying in the beginning. It, it like kind of relieves you of some of that pressure. Sure. But to me, I'm like, if that's a girl that you're interested in, like, I mean, you don't have. Well, yeah, I she, mean, like I said, some people just aren't built like that, I guess. But you don't have the. <laughs> yeah the I don't know, wherewithal to just be like hey like 
let me at least go see. Mm-hmm. Like you have to go through. Basically, I'm saying like you shouldn't have to jump through all those hoops to, to like find that validation. Yeah, when you could just go up to her and be like, you know, it's the vibe. What's up? Like, <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> what to do, baby? But yeah, like Ooh. I said again, I I know everyone's different, so like you know, sometimes people do need that, that extra step, like that extra sure, sense sure. of validation, which makes sense. I feel that. Yeah, yeah, but. Well, we got 24 hours to get through that day, and then it's over with for another 365 <laughs> days this year. So, at least we have that. Um, but yeah, so I think I think I saw Pink Sweats is dropping um, some songs. He's doing his little concert thing, and uh, we were talking before the show. I think well, I didn't think this before, but from talking to you guys, I think Drake might drop. I think he might. Certified I think there's a lover boy. Was I that was might. that an attempt at a transition right there? That was a successful transition. Okay. I liked it. That was successful. <laughs> I liked it. We don't I have like it. we don't have like a Molly Quorum in here, so yeah. we always gotta like right. you gotta, gotta do it yourself. Yeah, we gotta finesse it. I'm so. not gonna lie, I was thinking of one, but you know, you did a good job. Thank you. Proud Thank of you, you, bro. Thank you. We gotta acknowledge <laughs> it when it happens. It's pretty pretty rare. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think. Well, first, did you guys see his little State Farmer commercial on yeah. the Super Bowl? Yeah, I actually. It was kind of it was kind of corny, but like it made me laugh. Yeah. So. That was funny. I like Paul Rudd. He came in, he's like, yeah. he just <laughs> lost the football behind his head, and he did the pass. Freaking Ant Man. Yeah, um, but I think there's a good chance he drops his album on this. On well, if he does, all that stuff we just talked about about you know doing nothing on Valentine's true. Day. True. Be listening to Drake all day. <laughs> That's true. On That's repeat. True. Exactly. <laughs> back to back to back. Yeah, I mean, he posted he posted the the owl on his on his story. I don't know if you guys saw that. He posted mm-hmm. the owl on his on his IG story. I don't know if that's a hint. It might just be, you know, Drake is so calculated with like everything he does. I, I was know. really irritated with him when he said that he was gonna like release his album later in 2021 because he was trying to rehab his his. Yeah, yeah. I was like, like, and what? I'm like, you you're not going on tour. Uh-huh. Like, what do you need? Like, I, don't, I guess I don't understand. What do you have to do? Exactly. Like, what's gotta, stopping he's, you? He's got to stand up in the booth. You know, he doesn't want to be on crutches in the booth. No. <laughs> I think he has it done uh, already. So. Plus, there was like, I feel like, it was, I think it was two weeks ago or something like that. Like, there was a just, on Twitter especially, there were so many pictures of him in the studio. Mm-hmm. Like, Drake working on completing his album. So, like, whatever. Plus, the name of the album in general, Certified Lover Boy. Like, that just fits on Valentine's Day. But. I agree. I mean, it would have been a smart move, you know, because he's still supposed to come out late January. And then if it does come out Valentine's Day, it's, it's going to be lit. Yeah. He's yeah. done a lot better on not having his songs leaked because that, yeah. that was a big problem for Dark Lane demo tapes. But he hasn't really, I don't know, I, at least I haven't seen many. Um, I think I've heard like three songs. songs. But it's just because I have friends back home that, you know, really search for that stuff. So <laughs> Yeah, probably. And then I just, Mike, Mikey's probably heard it too, to be honest. Yeah. But it's 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 crazy. But you know, we got some other music that came out. You know, the Judas and the Black Messiah movie came out today in theaters and HBO Max. I gotta yeah, I'm definitely I'm definitely watching that. I gotta oh, watch yeah. that too. Yeah. And they have a pretty stacked, you know, list of people that are on the album. So uh before you guys saw like you saw who was gonna be on the album, right? Before you heard the album or no? I didn't, no. Okay. The only the only one well, obviously I'd heard um, you know, I'd heard the her song mm-hmm. that came out like I think what last week maybe. Yeah, I heard that one too. Um, and I think I want to say Dirk's song. Did did his song come out before? I don't think so. No, okay. I think it was just maybe the her song that did. Okay. For sure, for sure. Um, 
Well, yeah, I didn't I didn't really know of any other artists that were going to be on that soundtrack. And then when it came out, I was, like, pleasantly surprised. Like, oh, they, they actually got some some pretty heavy hitters on here, so. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll rattle off a couple of names here. There's Her, Nas, Nipsey, Jay-Z, Smino, Saba, J.I.D., B.J., Chicago Kid, Lil Durk, uh, G. Herbo, Polo G., Dom Kennedy, uh, Sir, Keanu Lede, ASAP Rocky. Like, those are just, like, a couple of the big names. There's yeah. a bunch more as well. Um, from listening to it, like, the first time, I, I think you need to, like, listen to it a few times to, like, really get into it and really um, form an opinion about it. But I like the Her song a lot. I also like the Plead the 45th with Smino and Saba. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the BJ, Chicago Kid song, Letter to You. But the one, my favorite I've listened to so far was the Lil Dirk song, On Your Mind. I I liked uh, the Nippin' Jay-Z song was really dope to me. Like, that was probably, well, like, I, I think I told you guys this before the show. Like, I haven't made my way through the whole yeah. soundtrack, but... I think that Nip and Jay song was was pretty tough. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Jay? For me, yeah, I agree with Miles with that. Um, I like the Smino part in his song a lot, and I also like the Little Dirk song. But I feel like when I watch the movie, and you know how in movies like the soundtrack's not always the same. Like the song's kind of different because it has like kind of different music that is in the movie in it. Right. And I know when I've hey, did you guys see Tenant? Mm-mm. Uh, no. Well, you know that uh, Travis Scott song that came out. And it was like all hype. So I don't know. I forget what it was called. But there was a Travis Scott song in that. And when I heard it by itself, it kind of sounded lame. Mm -hmm. But in the movie, it was called Franchise. You remember that song? Mm -mm. Travis Scott? No. So in the movie, when it was in Tenet, it was like an intense, like kind of car chase type of thing. So it made that song sound better to me than it did just by itself. So I feel like when, I mean, I don't know if this movie's going to have, you know, big, intense, like fast moving scenes. Because that's not really, I don't know. I well, I mean, it's, it's about the Black Panthers. So yeah, like, so it could. But there's definitely gonna be some. I just think that because when I listen to a lot of music and then I hear them in movies, it's kind of different. So I think I might like the song better in the movie. Sure, so, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Like you almost just, like whatever's going on in the movie, the situation, mm-hmm. it makes the song that much more appealing. Yeah, yeah, I get that. Yeah, and that's what I'm kind of looking forward to when I eventually watch the movie. Yeah, what's the movie about though? It's about like this guy who. Um, basically gets, like, blackmailed into infiltrating the Black Panther Party and then tries to get a bunch of information about, like, their leader. Is that what it's about? I don't really know, to be honest. (laughs) I was going to say, I don't really know either, but I know that uh, Dan, I forget his last name, Daniel something. Kaluuya? Yeah. He, I know he's in it, and um, Lakeith Stanfield. Great actors. Yeah, so, like, if they're both in, you know, lead roles, like, I have a hard time believing that the movie's going to be, like, trash like I yeah. think it's gonna be really really good i saw i mean it's gotten great reviews so far from what i've seen but i think i think that's what it was about um but yeah we'll see we'll see but you know we had another another big project come out it was more of an ep i suppose i thought it was gonna be more songs um but lucky day came out with a little seven seven song um project what you guys think about that awesome i'll go ahead yeah i so Lucky Day has definitely been one of my favorite artists since uh, he dropped his album Painted. Yeah, you in, put me onto that. Yeah, in 2019, like when that dropped in the, I think that dropped like spring or summer of 2019, and mm-hmm. I was like, I had it on repeat literally all summer. Um, and Lucky Day has been, you know, in my top, probably definitely my top ten 
uh, favorite artist since 2019, like mm-hmm. on Apple Music. So I listen to a lot of his. I listen to his music a lot, but for me, he was seven for seven. Like I don't think he missed at all. Mm-hmm. Like I really like this project. He has some great features on there as well. Um, he had like Tiana Major, who I don't. Know, I I love her. Mm-hmm. She she worked on the um, Queen and Slim soundtrack mm-hmm. a little bit. Um, Mahalia though was on one. Ari Lennox was on one. Queen Naya, I think that's how you say it, was on one. So I was a fan. I liked, um, I think I saved three of the songs the first time I listened to it, but I definitely got to like go back and yeah. and run through it again. Yeah, I think it was cool to like for him to have some features on there because obviously he didn't have that in his first like album. Mm-hmm. So to have some features on there was pretty dope. But um, yeah, so far, I mean, two projects, one album, a deluxe album, and then, you know, an EP like, He's been like ninety five percent. He's hooping. Like he's yeah. He, he he's getting off right now. And I'm, I'm digging it. Did I'm y'all see his little uh, the Tiny Desk music concert he did with NPR? Yeah. The, oh yeah. my gosh. Tiny Desk is bro. That's that's the whole discussion in and of itself. That's, Tiny Desk are so I love those. Yeah, they're so dope. So dope. Big fan. Yeah. So for me with the Lucky Day album, you know, uh, you know, I had to. I have a story about this. You know, I had to wake up at four in the morning to go uh, shovel some snow for the nice people of Milwaukee <laughs> to make sure they didn't uh, slip and fall and hurt themselves. <laughs> so, you know, I did that, and then I got back and took a nap. So I didn't really get to listen to this album. I listened to it in the shower with my speaker. And, you know, sometimes when you just have your headphones in, you listen to a song, you lay down in your bed, you know, it kind of sounds a little better. When it's on a speaker, the shower, you know, it's a little different. So I might have to listen to the album again. But from what I heard, it was solid. Like, I liked it from what I heard so far. Um, it wasn't, you know, like, too crazy. Like, the album you're talking about in 2019, I really liked that album. Mm-hmm. So, but, yeah, I'm going to have to give it another listen before yeah. I, you know, critique it or show some love to it. Sure, sure. Well, I was supposed to shovel this morning at 4 in the morning. Um, but I took my butt downstairs. You know, I was waiting for the little truck, the little car. Um and uh, I was waiting on there for probably 45 minutes, and they didn't they didn't show up. Um, so I, that's where I listened to the Lucky Day album. Was sitting on the first floor of my apartment complex, <laughs> uh, waiting for a truck to show up to shovel. They didn't show up, so you know I still clocked in, still got the hours. So hopefully we don't take those Wait, so away. So they were supposed yeah. to pick you up to take you somewhere. Yeah, to take us okay. to go shoveling. Okay, I got you. But they just didn't. Kind of just exposed it. yourself they right there, though. Yeah. <laughs> I guess they just decided who you they wanted to shovel and who they do. I mean, that's how you get down. I gotta get it. I gotta get it somehow. I guess. I guess. Man. I pledge allegiance to the bag. <laughs> oh, I like that, like that one. Straight Vibing. like that. <laughs> Straight <laughs> like that. So then <laughs> okay. I went. I went right back up to bed and then watched some episodes of Insecure and fell asleep. So, you like that show? Yeah, I'm on season two right now. I just started it. It's good. It's really good. The soundtrack. I've been meaning to watch it for a while. But soundtrack's good. Oh yeah, the soundtrack snaps. It goes crazy. Um, but yeah, but yeah. Well, uh, you know, yesterday was well. I guess like last night when all the music came out, it was a uh, it was a lot more music. Miles, you said uh, Eric Bellinger dropped. Yeah, there's a. I mean, <laughs> when there's when there's a. A big Thursday with music. I usually stay up pretty late trying to listen to everything. <laughs> um, trying to take in everything in one night, which is a little overwhelming. But yeah, EB, uh, Eric Bellinger dropped a, a, uh, an album with Hitmaker, which was 
pretty good. Um, EB's been dropping a lot of music recently, and honestly, I'd much rather have uh, quality over quantity. And Facts. I think that he's been like dropping a lot of music and not really focusing on like the quality of his music. But I say all that to say that I think that his album they just dropped was actually pretty decent. Like I went through it once, and I was like fifty percent, sure. which is not great, but like it's better than what he's been putting out. So I was like, I was decently happy. Yeah, yeah. I know. It, I felt that way with Khalid for a while because Khalid would always put out music, and to me, like he sounds the same in a lot of songs. And honestly, like Eric Bellinger sounds the same in a lot of his as well. Yeah. So I haven't listened to his yet. There, there's lots of them, but I gotta, I gotta check it out. Um, but then Lil TJ dropped a song with, uh, with Black. Six lakh. Six lakh. <laughs> six lakh. Yeah. Dog, I thought it was six lakh for the longest. For I'm not even gonna lie. Yeah. And so what, a, what about uh? Do you say Blast or Blix? No, I saw, I know it's Blast. Okay. Because yeah. when I first started listening to him, like Quinn kind of put me onto him. And he was calling Miles him Blix. Put, Miles put me on him. And I was like, oh, place. it's Blix, okay. So then I told one of my homies, like, oh, you listen to Blix? And he's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, especially you being from the West Coast, that are probably like, yeah, this man has no yeah, idea what he's so he been in the Midwest for too long. Yeah, exactly. like, what is he talking about? What was I doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But nah, uh, Robin Thicke dropped an album, too. Um, shout out to Jack Ascari. Uh, but he actually <laughs> he actually put me onto that album and it's it was pretty dope. Like I, I messed with Robin Thicke. I've I listened to his music for a long time. Um yeah, he, he put on an album. He was he was sitting on that one, so I, I was digging that. it. I saw Wale dropped a song too. Oh for real? Yeah. Called Last it's, Night or uh I think this was two days ago. Oh, okay. Um it's called Good Vibes. Oh, that came out like a couple weeks ago actually. Oh it did? Yeah. Oh, well I just, But it's uh, it's I a hit. It it's a hit. Time. I'm sorry I didn't put you on. That's my That's fault. Okay. Yeah, you know, I'm you know what's really a hit though? What? Those three songs my boy Brent Fires dropped the other day. Sheesh. I thought he just dropped one. No, he dropped three. No, he didn't. He dropped three, and I already downloaded them to my phone, and I listen to them every day. Cause some <laughs> he, beautiful. Where did where did he drop them? On something called Dropbox. Oh, okay. Like yeah, I know what Dropbox <laughs> is. He's yeah. like yeah, I've heard of Dropbox. Before. Yeah. I, uh, it was on Dropbox. Oh, okay. So I just downloaded them to my phone and facts. You know. Put them in the notes section. Yep, and yeah, just turn yeah, up to know. it. You know, I haven't, I haven't, I didn't know he, he dropped that. Yeah, it's I, you know Quinn, like you've been an iffy Brent supporter, but I feel like you're gonna come around someday. <laughs> someday. Yeah, it, it'll it, it takes some time. It takes some time, but it'll it he'll come around. Time. Right. Yeah. There's that, that Mac, that Mac. <laughs> it's crazy. Every time I hear like a, a like a phrase or like a couple words, I automatically associate it with the song. Yeah. Dude, we should put him on that game show. What's that game show? I know you know what I'm talking about. Shazam. Is that what it's called? <laughs> he said, no, like, no, no, no. I think the game be, show. Yeah, that's that's what it's called. I think that's what Shazam. it's called actually. With I Jamie Foxx. No, the Shazam's the app. They use yeah, no, it's, 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 it's a TV show. Really? With Jamie Foxx. You guys are both right. How about that? Yeah. We don't have to argue here. <laughs> I was just, I thought you were just like, no, J- yeah. Um, one of my mom's employees that does a lot of music, she wanted me to go on the show with her. Oh, for real? Yeah. Oh, it's called Beach Shazam. Beach Shazam. Beach Shazam. Yeah. Okay, okay. Okay, yeah, I just looked it up. So it's like, I'm, I'm assuming like a song will play and then should they start Shazam? I think and it's. And you got to get it before the song. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Just, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's like, I think options, I don't know if options come up. I think you just got to answer the question. But he has a good show. I haven't seen it in a while. I don't think I have. Like, it's been honestly. maybe a couple of years since. I think there was another show, though, that was like it. There, uh, with, um, 
with uh what's his name? Wayne Brady. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I forget I forget what the show was called, but yeah, he had one like that too. Yeah. But Quinn, you know how you said like you associate like, you know, a few words with the song? Sure. I feel like I do that, but I do that with movies. Okay. So like if I see, I don't know, just something funny and I remember it from a movie. Like a movie title or like a movie quote? Probably a quote. Okay. Because I feel like a lot of my jokes that like I joke about are from movie quotes. Albus. So like if you knew if you had seen as many movies that I've seen, uh-huh. you'd realize how funny I really am. Like you you like my, my humor <laughs> level would go really up to understand you. It. That's yeah. why that's why Alex laughs at a lot of things I say because me and him seen a lot of the same movies. Uh-huh. So like when I make those little like two liners about like another movie, he understands. Yeah. So. I've gotten the Harry Potter ones down. Yeah, yeah, but. yeah. Speaking of movies and we were talking about HBO Max earlier. HBO Max put some pretty good movies. Yeah, they did on there, except yeah. for Wonder Woman too. Well, yeah, I heard that was trash. It's terrible. Um, but yeah, they got they got New Jack City on there now. They got Drumline on there now. They got I know, right? <laughs> what else? They got some. They got some some pretty good movies. Did on you there. see that Denzel movie? Little things or something like that. Yeah. No, nah, but I heard it was pretty good. That was good. I liked you saw it. it. You saw it. Yeah, yeah, we saw it. Yeah, we watched it together. I it feel decent. like there was mixed reviews on it, just because of the way it ended. But I mean, I'm probably biased to Denzel, so I like any movie he puts out. But I also thought it was, you know, it was a decent. It was a solid movie. Decent movie. Did you watch the uh the one with his son and Zendaya? No, that um, Malcolm and Marie. Yeah, is that on Netflix? Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah I. No, I know I didn't watch it, but I was, I think I just saw it, and I was like looking at. I watched the trailer, and it it looks like it was pretty good. Did you watch that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched. It was good. I mean, Zendaya's in it, so I liked it. <laughs> but I thought like some of the dialogue. Like, it's a heavy, heavy show. Like, and the they have such a toxic relationship in it, and it's just like, yeah, you know, it was hard to watch at some point. Um, for me with that movie, so like you know everybody knows how much me and Quinn like Zendaya. And when I saw my man just kissing all up on her, bro, <laughs> I turned it off. Struck a nerve. I, <laughs> I turned it off. I couldn't. I couldn't watch it anymore. He's that I couldn't stomach it. I, I just, oh my! I just sick, huh? yeah. I I couldn't do it anymore. <laughs> See, yeah. I probably turned it off first eighteen minutes. I just yeah. It was hard to watch. It hard it, to watch. it does get better. Actually, no, it doesn't really get better. The the first like twenty minutes or so are bad. Like it, when it comes to like yeah. PDA with them. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, Miles, I was gonna ask you. So, for those of you who don't know Miles, he's grown up in the Milwaukee area his whole his whole life. And HBO put out a documentary um, the other day, um, made by a local filmmaker called "Growing Up in Milwaukee." Um, it's about three uh, high schoolers who, I think that yeah, I think they're like early, they start out as early high schoolers and they kind of go they progress the movie like the documentary progresses, um, and just talks about their struggles living in the inner city. Um, maybe coming from a broken household. I just want to know like what, what you thought about that film and like how did you think it was an accurate representation of some of the Milwaukee school systems? Yeah, I, I think, um, well, I guess first is a, a plug um, to go watch it on HBO, Growing Up Milwaukee, yeah. uh, by Tyshawn Wardlaw, who's mm-hmm. um, from Milwaukee, does a lot of really good work and it's um, pretty dope to see someone from Milwaukee create a documentary that's on HBO Max. That's like a huge deal, but... Um, but yeah, I mean, I think it's a pretty accurate depiction. I think it's really cool to have someone from Milwaukee, obviously talking about Milwaukee, because she hasn't 
uh, you know, obviously an inside view. And I actually got a chance to meet her and like talk to her a little bit. You really? Yeah, actually. Oh, wow. um, so she did an event with uh, Milwaukee Film. Uh-huh. And Marquette was a part of it. And I got a chance to, to talk with her. And um, actually, we helped bring her here for a, a little panel discussion. And she talked about growing up in Milwaukee and just her experience as a kid in Milwaukee and what kind of expi- inspired her. Um, but yeah, I think it's a pretty accurate depiction. I think that a lot of people don't understand the severity of a lot of the issues that go on here in Milwaukee and how mm-hmm. difficult it is to grow up in the inner city of Milwaukee. Yeah. Um, how much of a lack of resources you have and how you're really trying to, you know, beat the odds to to make your life um, even halfway decent. You know what I'm sure. saying? Like it's there's a lot of a lot of um, different hoops and obstacles, barriers that the young you know black kids have to have to jump through. Um, and I think that that she did a, a very good job of depicting that. So, like I said again, if you guys have the time, definitely check that yeah. out on HBO Max. It's a it's a dope oh, film. So. Um, yeah, check that out for sure. Um, I liked it a lot. I, I mean, I haven't lived in Milwaukee, um, that long, obviously, but, uh, for me, I think I, I learned a lot about just like some of the struggles, especially like some of these kids are young and they're like, I think one of them, you know, she had a kid and she was, she was 15 or whatever it was. I forget the, the woman's name in the, in the movie. Um, but even just like, as much as you learn about the struggle, I thought the movie actually did a really good job of talking about some of like these programs and um that like these kids can get into and get involved in like i know one of them was going into different group homes and just had you know different mentoring sessions like they showed so many different people going into classroom going into these small group discussions um even going into his group home and literally they were just trying to like be like advocate for them like yo they and they had that experience themselves growing up Mm -hmm. so they can understand what it's like to live in their shoes um maybe struggle with addiction or you know not having a mom or dad in the house so um, I thought it did a really good job of showing both both sides to that. But did you watch it at all, Jay? I haven't seen it yet. I've been watching Breaking Bad again. <laughs> so I've been a little busy. But I am definitely going to check it out because, you know, I got that uh, free HBO Max from one of my roommates, you know. So I'll take a little look-see, yeah, you feel yeah. me? Uh, but, you know, you know, we've been talking about music or whatever, you know. You guys got anything else to talk about music just before I move on? No, I don't no. agree with that. So you know, I've been talking about music. You know, sports is always the next subject. So, you know, why don't we combine the two? And what do you guys think about the weekend's halftime show? Ooh! Wow, okay, uh, okay. So when we were talking about the film, is that what you were thinking about? You were thinking about that, uh, that, transition. that, that transition right there? That was, that was seamless, Low bro. Key. That was nice. Okay, was nice. thank you, thank you, yeah. thank you. Um, I'll, I'll start about it. Um, I've been on the show before. Um, even just talk with my homies. I don't like the weekend. I've never been a fan of the weekend like that. Really? Yeah, because for me, like I think it's cool when an artist is genre genreless and they can kind of like create their own genre with their music. But to me, the weekend plays into so many typical genres. Like he's very pop, obviously. He's R and B, and he like is sort of rap, and it's like I don't. Know, I feel like he's appealing to. I don't, know. I don't really know how to say it. Like, I feel like he's not appealing to, like, what he wants to do. I feel like he's appealing to right. as many different audiences as he can. Right. Which, as an artist, it's a great strategy to get and gain popularity because you have different types of music fans listening to your music because it's, you know, there's a big variety in it. Um, And I just don't like his voice, to be honest with you. It's just, like, I don't, it's just, it's just not it. Um, But in terms of, like, the halftime show, I thought it was just okay. 
No, I think the one part I liked was all the little um, people with the the head wraps on. Mm-hmm. Like they were supposed to be like his plastic surgery. It reminded me of Us actually. With the movie Us, yeah, with the, oh, they, were, they were all wearing red, yeah, red and black. It was a little and then, creepy. Yeah, the little the kid, the the kid that was burned by yeah. fire. Yeah, the shadow guy. It reminded me of that. So to me, I, th- I thought it was just okay, but the meme that came out of it of him like running through the yeah. tunnel, oh, that was funny. <laughs> that was probably the best thing that came out of it. Yeah, that was funny. Yeah, that was my opinion. Um, I mean, for me, I kind of want to go back to what you started off by saying, which was that he appeals to. You know a lot of different audiences and mm-hmm. i think that that's something that we've seen drake do and like oh yeah i think drake has just perfected it that's just the difference between him and the weekend i think the weekend is very talented but like the fact that we don't get on drake as much about it is that like he's literally been at like the top for every like genre that he like tries to enter except yeah. for like latin music he I can do without him, like get, try to get into Latin music, but, um, <laughs> but I think that's that's something that is a good strategy, like you said. Honestly, I didn't watch the half the the halftime um, uh, concert or whatever, but you know I heard mixed reviews too. I definitely heard a lot of people saying that like they thought it was just okay, and then I had a, a lot of people tell me that they thought it was super creative and like, you know, they really liked what he did or whatever. So. I'm not on either side. I feel like I'm not really in a position to <laughs> to make a, a real judgment on this. But um, you know, in terms of him as an artist, I, I like him as an artist. I think he's I think he's very talented. Sure. I like him as, I like him as an artist too, but Quinn, you can't tell me when Earned It came on you weren't you know You weren't jigging to that, were no, you? No, not really. Uh, there's a Brad, there's on, a bro. couple weekend songs I like, but to be a honest couple. with you. Yeah, it's like it's just not. How it. many oh, albums does he have? Like me. five, six, and there's only a couple. Uh, it's mainly his voice. I just I don't know. Like, it's not but by all means, if the weekend comes on, I'm not gonna be like, who the hell's playing this? Like, I don't. I'm not trying to hear this right now. But like, I'll be like, all right, yeah, it's a weekend. It's like fine, you know, whatever. Well, I know when Earned It came on, I was really happy because I really like that song. Um, the blinding lights, like choreography part, I thought it was pretty cool. Like all them people on the field. And, like, yeah, yeah. I thought that part was cool. I was just disappointed that there was no special like guest because normally, when there's uh right. there's always somebody that comes on with them, and I'm just like, you know, who I was kind of hoping that someone came out. Who are you expecting to? I don't know, maybe Drake on a wheelchair or something just comes <laughs> out, you know, because you know he's dealing with a little ACL issue, but that would have been kind of lit, you know. I was waiting for somebody to skydive down. Yeah, right into the just middle drop of the field. In. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, he wasn't even on the field; he was up top on the. Yeah, like that's why, I, from the beginning, I thought it was kind of weird, because normally there's just this big presentation on the field, but this dude's by the scoreboard where half the stadium can see him. Plus, it's an outdoor stadium, so the sound was bad. Like, I don't know if you guys noticed that. I didn't that, even think about that, But no. the sound, you know, normally they play in a dome, mm-hmm. so the sound, you know, freaking bounces off the roofs and yeah, it's loud. Right. But they're outdoors, and I don't know, he was kind of quiet. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like, even on TV, I feel like the back like the music itself was louder than his actual voice yeah yeah but um what do you guys think of the game overall i mean i just kind of felt bad for Mahomes. like i'm not mad that my pick was wrong but i don't know i just think that Mahomes didn't really have much help like some of his better <laughs> receivers were dropping passes his offensive line looked horrible but you know congrats to brady it's kind of cool he had a seventh sure. ring we were on the show last week and i said i think my score prediction was 
bucks and you you were getting on me because you thought I was like, "Wow, you're disrespecting yeah. Mahomes like I thought, that." Yeah, I mean, I feel like he still, but I didn't feel like his yeah. offense was just gonna, you know, poop yeah, his, the bed. His offense was, <laughs> yeah, honestly, I mean, <laughs> this dude ran 450 yards yeah. or whatever it was, like throughout the whole game. Mahomes like, did, yeah, from running yeah, around he ran the pocket. 497 yards. That's what, yeah, that's what it was. I mean, he was trying to do everything he could. He just <laughs> didn't have any help from his receivers. Man, that Bucks defensive line. Yeah, they got oh JPP sacking people with seven Dog. fingers. Seven and a half fingers. <laughs> <laughs> Dog, the 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 uh, the Chiefs O line was playing that. They were just Ole. I mean, as soon as the ball was hiked, it was just like here, just free pass yeah. at Mahomes, and he's just running. He's just running around. I know you guys saw some of those videos of like people like impersonating Mahomes. Yeah, that <laughs> real that real Dockery guy. Yeah. He made videos and was like, as soon as it snapped, there's like five guys already on him. It's just. It's crazy. Yeah, throwing the ball upside down. Yeah. I, I like the uh, like the memes that just came out of the the game overall. There's some good ones. Yeah, um, there's always gonna be some good memes. Yeah. One thing like that was crazy. So when I was watching the game, and you know how the streaker came out. Yeah. So when I was watching the game and the streaker came, I told everybody I was watching. I was that was watching. And I was like, you know, it'd be a good idea if this dude had like two of his buddies bet on him. To streak because the odds are probably pretty good to have a streaker like right. when you bet. Oh, I didn't even think about that. So yeah. like if you just bet on yourself to streak, you know how much money you can make. First, you'll make enough money to you know pay, pay your bail. Yeah. And then second, you'll have plenty of money left over. And like the other day, it comes out that this dude bet on himself. Yeah. And he got a bunch of money for it. He did. Yeah. yeah. Him and what? I think. It, him and his friends. So like, one of his they like split it or yeah, something. That's Another, so smart. I think those three of them. So those a guy in the, those three of them that went. The guy in the stands, and then those two streakers. So one guy went out first and got caught, and that uh, let the other guy go free. Uh-huh. And he, you know, juked a couple security guards, got to the end zone, and yeah, called it a day. <laughs> That's so smart. I didn't even think about exactly. that. Man, of all the things you can bet on in sports, I never right. thought that you could you bet, bet on, on a streaker. A streaker. He has, yeah. clo- he has clothes on, though, right? Kind of. I, mean, I thought he had like, one of those uh, Borat things on yeah, at first. I was, yeah, I, I didn't know what to call it. I was going to call it like a leotard or yeah. I don't know. Some, some crazy. But, yeah, it was just kind of funny that like I thought of that, and then a few days later it comes out that this dude made a bunch of money. Uh-huh. A, I said a leotard. I meant a, like a singlet, whatever those, <laughs> whatever, whatever the wrestlers wear. You know what I'm talking about. The yeah. leotards, the for the like with yeah, the big show yeah. wears for the ballet. Yeah, for yeah, the ballet. yeah. Yeah, I'm tripping. My fault. Sorry, bro. <laughs> My fault. Mistakes. <laughs> it's been a long week. But you know, a little bit more about football. Season's over. This is gonna be the first Sunday without it. We already touched on that. Um, big news today: JJ Watt has uh, mutually agreed with the Houston Texans that they will part ways this upcoming season. Yeah. So uh, I don't know if that makes him a free agent or he's gonna get traded. I think it's free free agent. That's what I that's what yeah. I interpreted. Okay. So well, he's gonna, you know, maybe he'll go to the Packers, come back home. Yeah. To Wisconsin. It was weird though. A lot of the headlines I saw, like I think the one ESPN put out was that the Texans released JJ Watt. I was like, they didn't release him. Like they mutually like agreed to go apart. But I, if he came to Packers, that'd be that'd be different. Not even because he's like, I mean, he's a little older now. But he's a hometown guy. He's from Pewaukee, and yeah, I mean, I think we just get a lot of buzz from it too. But there was talk about him even going to Pittsburgh, meeting up with his brother. That'd be both TJ. of them. That'd be yeah. 
I think it'd be cool. I kind of have a problem with them just so willingly giving up J.J. Watt when, you know, Deshaun Watson asked a long time ago and they haven't done anything about it. Like, I understand that, obviously, Deshaun's one of the best players in the league and J.J. Watt's not like that. But, you know, you got to, you know, I feel like if you, you got to get rid of Watson if he's going to ask out because he could just sit out the whole time. Yeah, the difference is he's so young. Yeah. Deshaun Watson's so young. Yeah, what is he in this, like, third, fourth year? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, wherever he goes is they're going to be Super Bowl contenders, exactly. regardless of the team. Really? Uh, well, hmm. You think they're? You think wherever you think wherever he goes? Good? Yeah, I, don't I know think about I that. think he might be the what if, what might be the second the, best quarterback. I don't know. He could be what? better than Mahomes, bro. What if he goes what? to the Jets? Deshaun Watson. Yeah. If you give Deshaun Watson, you think he's better than Mahomes? If you give Deshaun Watson, people are talking about goat talk with Mahomes, drunk. huh? People are talking goat talk with Mahomes this season. I mean, if you could talk about goat talk with Mahomes after his career, but you know, if I mean, you, I, w- I wasn't saying it. other people no. were saying it. But if you give Mah, if you give Mahomes, I mean, if you give Deshaun Watson his weapons, you know, we'd have to find out. She's so saying if you put Deshaun Watson on the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes on the Texans, what what would like what what would happen? I mean, I feel like I mean I I'm not saying Deshaun Watson's better than him, but I'm saying there's an argument to be made that he is. I don't even I don't think there's much of an argument. Personally. I think so. I think if you give Deshaun Watson the same weapons as him, then it would be different. So you think whatever team Deshaun Watson goes to next year is automatically a Super Bowl contender? Uh, yeah, like you said, unless it's like you know the Jets because they have a lot to do. That, but if he goes to like a destinations, I mean, if he goes to like a decent team, because I saw him with the Bears actually. Like, yeah, I think the, be, the that makes the Bears a Super Bowl contender because their mm-hmm. defense is really good. That's true. If you get Deshaun Watson, you get another receiver, maybe draft a running back, chilling. And then they also said that he might go to the Niners. You already know what the Niners defense does. Oh my gosh, the Niners are so to, banged up too. Yeah, maybe yeah, not. If he goes to the Dolphins, I think, yeah, because that Dolphins defense is really good. I just think for all these teams, they have to add more than just Deshaun. So, like, those sorry teams that I'm talking about, like right. the Dolphins and the Jets, they need another receiver. And the Jaguars even. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's true. I think I'm, to... I'm really high on Deshaun Watson. I've he been was... high on him yeah, for a while. Clearly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, he's good. He's yeah, really he's, good. Yeah, he's good. And he hasn't reached, like, we. Have, I don't think we've seen – like the Prime, best of him yet, because yeah. when you think about even like the NFL and scheduling, they'll schedule teams like good teams to be in prime time. Like the Packers were in prime time all like the whole season, pretty much. Same as the Eagles. Yeah, I don't know why Jeez. the Eagles were. Um, they were. We're like, winning the trash. ball next year. Chiefs were, Patriots were, so it's like, I mean, we didn't really see the Texans that much, right? Unless like you know a big team played them, but I mean, I feel like they should have scheduled the Texans, right? Because they. What they almost beat Mahomes last year, mm-hmm. and they you know they're gonna going into the season as a good team again. Sure, sure. But then they just I mean their defense has never really been that good. You know they've had JJ Watt who's been good, but and they haven't really had like good receivers either. Yeah, I mean they have Will Fuller and DeAndre Hopkins at yeah one Hopkins time is... at one time, and yeah. that's why they were so good and you know they were winning games. But as yeah. soon as you get rid of Hopkins, I just think. The way that they got rid of Hopkins and then he still had a career year, like an MVP type season, I just think that gives him more praise. Sure. Okay. Because you lose. I see how you get there. Yeah, you lose one of the best, arguably the best receiver in the league. Mm-hmm. And you still have a career year with, you know, Will Fuller didn't play the last six games, so he's thrown to some randos. Right. 
Yeah, that's true. So I just got I, that's why I give him more credit than you know maybe he deserves to other people. Yeah, man, Houston's lost so many star players like this last year. Yeah, as a whole. Oh my god! Even in baseball, they lost uh, George Springer, who's yeah, one of the best players. Yeah, I mean they lost. I mean Harden. Well, yeah, Harden. Westbrook, Westbrook JJ Watt, Clint DeAndre Capella. Hopkins. <laughs> Bro, I mean, I know you're joking, but Clint Capone's been, been having a good year. Right, he's having a great year. I was telling one of my friends. He's like 20. He had like 27 rebounds the other night. Yeah. yeah. I remember when I was talking to some of my homies, and I was like, yeah, Capella's nice. And they like got so mad at me that I said he's nice because they just think he's a he, bozo. But I'm he like, he puts up good he, numbers. He does what he's supposed to do. Exactly. Like, right. He rebounds and he catches lob. Like, yeah. that's all they need him to do. And also, somebody who's like, who was, he did play in Houston, and he's on he's on Knicks now, but like, Austin Rivers. Like that dude can get a bucket. Yeah, he can. He's just not. He just, I don't know. He's just like. He's weird. Yeah, he is. Like he. He was so crazy <laughs> in high school. Yeah, oh my was. gosh! <laughs> I saw him play here in Milwaukee. Actually. Uh huh. Oh my gosh! This dude, he was he was nice. Like like he can. He was like that. Like I feel like he when he plays, he just gets mad. Like he like make a three and then just be like pissed about something. Yeah. Like he's like when you put it um like you put the same him in the same categories like. Uh, like Jimmy Butler, like after the game, they just go lift weights or like <laughs> do something crazy. Yeah, I was like, "Rudd, chill." But um, you know, you, you said that Mahomes was, you know, we were talking about Mahomes as the goat the, earlier. You know, there's been there's a lot of debate. I think like Stephen A. and Max Kellerman were debating um, whether or not Mahomes could even be the goat after uh, the Super the Super Bowl. Um, and Stephen A. I think said that because Brady won, Mahomes will never be the goat. Um, but I think after that kind of sparked a big conversation about who this ultimate goat is or who's like the best, like across all sports, whether that's golf, tennis, football, baseball, basketball, hockey, whatever. So the greatest athlete ever. The greatest athlete. Well, no, not nope. the greatest athlete ever. Cause we were talking about the earlier, which is I think Bo Jackson because he was a professional. I still disagree. In both. Bo um, Jackson's two. Who's number one? You want to hear number one? Yeah. Do you guys have any like guesses? Who are you think I might say? Deion Sanders? Nah. Bo Jackson was better at, way better at baseball than Deion was. Nothing? Uh, he's old. He's he's not around anymore. So, like he's he's dead? I believe so, yeah. He's from my city, though. Pasadena. Football player? He played football in college, but he played baseball. I don't know. Jackie Robinson. Oh. Jackie Robinson lettered in four sports in college that's crazy and then you know what he did in baseball was ridiculous right so putting all that together athletic wise so he was you know a college athlete basketball baseball football and track Mm -hmm. and then he played he chose to play professional baseball you know he could have gone i mean his brother uh was came second to jesse owens i actually did see that yeah mac 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 robinson yeah, came yeah in the Olympics. Yeah, and yeah. He, he came second to Jesse Owen. So I mean that's obviously an athletic family. Yeah, but yeah, so. I think Jackie Robinson, different breed. But yeah, I I don't I can't disagree with the Bo Jackson because Bo, Jack- Bo Jackson he was, was a, running oh off the gosh. center field wall after catches. <laughs> he was doing some crazy stuff and literally throwing on the dime. Yeah, to he's ridiculous. I agree. On the dime to the catcher from deep in center field, yeah. like bro, he was where nice. Did, where did Jackie Robinson go to college? UCLA. He did. Okay. Yeah. I know when I think of Jackie Robinson, I think um, like when he integrated the major leagues, like he was like he was handpicked to, to mm-hmm. be up there. He didn't get like called up. People were like, "Hey, you want to play?" 
Like, no, he got handpicked because, one, he was a decent enough baseball player. Like, but the thing is, there were other players. Um, they were good. Th- they were a lot better than he was. But the reason they chose him is because they thought he would have the temperament to control himself and yeah. not let his emotions get the best. Looks of him. like somebody's seen forty two before. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I just like thought that was like re- was really interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That like of course. that they didn't like he wasn't he didn't earn his. I mean, he did. I mean, he was he obviously played very very well. Um, but the, it was almost more his character and like who he was that they chose him to be in the in the major leagues. Yeah, you know I mean, who's also like a great athlete that's now a woman that's what'd that, you say you know who else is also like a one of the all-time best athletes bruce jenner the dude is one of the best athletes ever well i don't really know i mean i know that he won what do you win like the, the decathlon, decathlon. Yeah, yeah that's like that when you win the decathlon that kind of says you're the best athlete in the world but yeah i mean i did some, a little bit of research uh-huh. and there's a lot of things that point to him being one of the greatest athletes i ever. mean I get what you're saying, but, like, especially because the decathlon is, like, you know, that's especially from a track and field, like, standpoint. I don't even that's know what the, that is, but that sounds long. Decathlon, decathlon? is 10, it's ten it's events. 10 events. Oh, my gosh. And I don't – I know it's, like, what is it? It's – So, it's, like, you have long do, jump. High jump. High jump, triple jump. I don't know if it's all three, but shot put. They do the steeplechase. Steeplechase, and they do the 100, maybe 200, 400, 800. Maybe, like, a lot of events. Maybe, like, a 3K, I think, something like that. Okay. Yeah. It's, like, when – it's just, like, one of those things. Like after each Olympic, someone that wins the decathlon goes down and is, like, oh, he's the best athlete in the world right now. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'd add him in there. Yeah. I guess it depends on, like, the like what you're com- comparing it on. Like, yeah. you could always just – you could also say – Whoever like lifts the most weight is one of the greatest athletes in the world. Nah, I mean, <laughs> it just depends on what you're talking about. I mean, like that's just from, like from talk, when you talk about the decathlon, it sounds like you know whoever's like the fastest. Or yeah, but that's it's different though. He's you know he's running, he's jumping, he has to be strong. He's got all the intangibles. When you're lifting weight, you don't have to be fast, and you don't have to. Be I know. Dumb. I was just saying that as an example, okay. like one of the things that you could base your yeah. your argument on. You're also doing it over how many days? I mean, like you you're doing all these events over. I don't know how don't many know days. How. Like it's a couple. Yeah, you're only doing it over a couple couple of days, so like you're not giving your body any time to to rest. Really rest yeah. with like other athletes or other track athletes. They have like time to sure sure to rest. So that's a little bit different. But Miles, who is your ultimate goat? <sighs> My ultimate goat. This is a really hard. hard it's a hard question for me. Yeah, but mine is actually Serena. Okay. Okay. Serena is my goat. Um. As someone who's a former basketball player, you know, I don't really play anymore. I'm kind of washed up now, but you ain't washed, bro. You still got it. <laughs> as a as a basketball player, oh, we got to tell him what Chris was saying. The other I did. Day. Okay, who's boy. uh, you know, favorite sport is is definitely still basketball. It's kind of hard not to pick some. Like I, sure. I would want to pick LeBron? a basketball player. No, <laughs> not a chance. <laughs> but I gotta go with I gotta go with Serena. Serena Williams is is my goat. Uh, but I definitely, you know can understand an argument for quite a few others but i'd like to hear what you guys have to yeah i mine mine was is also serena okay. i think i think it was Dwayne the way was talking about it on tnt but he said he can never pick somebody who only plays one side of the ball mm-hmm. and to me like that's why you can't pick like a football player you can't pick tom brady or you know some other um you know one side of the ball athlete um like serena she's won 23 majors Four. 
24, maybe. No, I think it's 23. 23. I'm pretty sure it's 23. She's about to win 24, though. In eight days, she's going to win the Australian Open. You heard her here first. I mean, I'd I'd bet on her. Um, I think she's going to win every time, though. That's the thing. (laughs) But, like, she's just – she's 39 years old now, and she's just – she's still one of the best tennis players in the world. She's been one of the best for so long. And, I mean, I always think about her. She won an Open pregnant. I remember people tried to say she cheated because it was, like, two people. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I, I was like, that. "Are you kidding me, bro?" I want to hear that. It's like that might have been one of the most ridiculous arguments I've ever heard. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, other people I think don't get enough credit are Michael Phelps. True, because bro, swimming oh is my hard. God. Like, oh yeah, that's really hard. And he he didn't just win in freestyle too. Yeah, and he was like, like going crazy for. Stuff. I Dude think won he won like eleven medals in one yes, Olympics. Bro, like, how? <laughs> 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 like save some for other people. Yeah, like, for geez. real. This man got kills. Yeah, Michael Phelps, and say what you want to about Tiger, but Tiger should be in the GOAT conversation for sure, too. Because, like, dog, golf is hard. <laughs> yeah. I hate, bro. Golf is so frustrating. Golf is hard, bro. That's a, And you got to think about, like, how hard it is or what sports it is to be really good at. And, like, as much as we love basketball, it's not comparable to, to golf in terms of, like, how hard it is. It's a different kind of hard. Because basketball is obviously much more, I think, physically enduring than than golf is. Because golf yeah, is a lot like, more technical. Well, we were talking about HBO Max, right? And there's this Tiger documentary on HBO Max. Oh, I got to watch that, too. And there's literally shots of Tiger, like, probably, I don't know, two hundred, like, 185, 200 yards out with a, whatever club he was using, getting it, like, two feet away from the hole. <laughs> like I'm talking about practice, practice swings over and like that's so crazy. that's so tough, that's so tough. Yeah. yeah, he's a different breed, especially when he won the Masters like two years ago. Yeah, he had, he had that yeah. crazy comeback. He like after everything injured. he went through, you know, you know, with all his all his wives and baby mamas <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> he had one wife. I know, but you know, he had mistresses. Um, with all that type of stuff, and then to come back and win the Masters, bro. Crazy. I don't know if, like, I watch a lot of golf. So when Tiger's, like, close to the top, I think it's funny how the guy that's in the league, like, starts choking. They fold. When they know Tiger's on, on like, on, on their butt. Like, the, yeah. Something about that championship yeah. red. He, oh, yeah. That's they start red. To championship get, Sunday red. They start to start shaking in their boots, and he comes back and, you know. Well, I've been doing the same thing. So if I yeah. saw a Tiger in my oh, like, sick. If, I, if if I had an eight thirty in the morning pairing with Tiger Woods t- to win the Masters, fold, I would fold. Well, even like say you're yeah, you're the leader, so you're the leader, and Tiger's like say he's like five back, and as you're playing through your day, you look at you know how they have he's, those he's stalking you, you, you know how is. they have those boards, yeah, yeah, and you look over there and you're like, oh dang, Tiger's like three under today, he's two back, oh oh, I better start hooping, oh shank, <laughs> oh here he comes, yeah, it's like a shark in the water, it's like yeah, he's on you, bro, it's tough, but it's such a mental thing, like especially with I mean all sports like this, but golf even more so, it's such a mental game because like you shank one. The next one, you're like, oh no. Yeah. Like I said, I mean, it's, it happens in basketball too. I mean, you you brick a shot really bad, and like you're thinking about that the next time you shoot. But yeah, you start the game one for ten. That happens all the time. Yeah, but I mean, it can go, especially with golf. If you're if you're playing bad, it can go downhill really <laughs> fast. Mm-hmm. Something about golf, like 
I swear, because like in basketball, you miss a shot, like dang, I can get back on defense. Yeah. But in golf, if I hit one in the water, there's like a 25 percent chance I toss my club in the water after right. that ball. Like, I, I like or a breaker. Hopefully, you're not playing in Florida. And you alligator. Can, you can get it back, like in golf. I mean, basketball too. You can you can redeem that missed shot so quickly. Oh yeah. In golf, you shank a shot and you it have ruins to think your whole about hole. That yeah. For so like you have to think about that for so long until your next shot, obviously, but. And then, so and then, angry. say it's like the first day, you got to play the same hole three more times. <laughs> and it's like, oh, man, right, what I, I did last I'm, time. I'm getting close to this spot, right? Exactly. <laughs> Rob messed up. And it's, like, dang it. You can't repeat history, man. It's tough. Yeah, yeah. But do you guys think someone like Roger Federer could be in that conversation? Because he's, I mean, he's not as dominant as Serena, but he's he's pretty dominant. Like him, Nadal, and... Djokovic or Djokovic, however you say his Djokovic, name. Yeah. I think he could no be. Back. Like, out of all all those three names, Roger Federer is definitely like the the biggest name, mm-hmm. the one that you think of as being the most dominant. So, I mean, I, no, I can't put him in that conversation. I'm so, I, I can't even give an, uh, him an honorable mention. I don't know. That's just my personal opinion. Like, so, like the difference between him and Serena is Serena would go out and just dust people. Yeah. Like, like championship games, she'd win in straight sets. If Roger Federer would make you like think that you might have a chance, <laughs> yeah, like he always ends up winning in the end, but like he he's not dominant like Serena is. Yeah. Um, but that's just that's just my opinion. Um, but I was trying to think of like other honorable mentions, like. So do you before you get to that? Do you think uh, Serena, Tiger, and Phelps are top three? Are they top three? Like those are like the top three. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I think tough. I could put Ali in there. I was about to say, what, oh, about, yeah. what about Ali? Yeah, yeah. especially because we're talking about how, like, sports, it's really hard to be, like, it's, boxing is definitely up there in terms yeah. of, like, sports is super hard to be really good at, especially for an extended period of time. But I think, yeah, I th- I would put Ali up there, too, in terms of. What about soccer? Like a Ronaldo? Like Ronaldo, Messi. like Messi, oh, my gosh. Talking about Messi. They're, Big I mean, money. Yeah, Messi makes up. A lot. Um, I think it's – I don't know. I feel like they say soccer – I remember when I was growing up and, like, living in Australia, soccer is a big sport there. And people were trying to say, like, soccer is better than basketball. I was like, okay, yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> mm-hmm. But they were trying to say you – like, you have to be more athletic to play soccer. And, like, you think about soccer and you'll see, like, yeah, they run a lot. Mm-hmm. But they also stand around a lot. Yeah. And I don't know. I just feel like – I feel like if you have someone in soccer, Ronaldo and Messi, you know, it's fair. I think Ronaldo's more of an athlete than Messi, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if we're talking, like, as being a GOAT, that's, like, one of those Messi – and, Messi and Ronaldo, from what I've heard, is, like, a LeBron-Jordan GOAT. But maybe not to you guys because you guys are, like, for sure Jordan. But I know a lot of people that are, like, really close on the matter. Mm-hmm. Like even not me because I'm obviously well, I th- LeBron. I, th- I think it's yeah. close. I, I've never, I never said. Okay, well, like it's. Re- I know a lot of people that are as much as I think LeBron's better than Jordan. People think Ronaldo's better or vice versa. Sure, sure, sure. It's pretty so close. I think that's like along that type of, yeah. or even Jordan Kobe. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, the other thing when you think about the goat conversation, I think one of the things that you need to have like. Like the goat has to be like the characteristics of them, is they need to be dominant in whatever whatever sport that is, whatever position that is. They need to be the best, and I think that 
I'm coming at this from a basketball angle, and I think if we were having this conversation, um, like pre LeBron, like you could even put some of the like Wilt or like Shaq in that conversation as being just one of the most dominant. Well, Shaq players. is probably the most one of the most dominant players in NBA history. I would say he is. Yeah. The, the most. Exactly. Yeah, just like at his position. And just like I mean, there was such an emphasis on I the mean, center, even center back in the day. Bill Russell, <laughs> yeah. right, right. That's what I'm saying. It's just like big men in general. There's there was such like a, a desire for them to have on your team, and now like it's kind of gone away from that. It's gone to, into more yeah. guard play. Yeah, but that's yeah. I was just saying about but that. Yeah, I mean Wilt. I've read a lot of stuff about Wilt, and that dude's crazy. <laughs> so like they, Wilt first. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I think you know what I'm about to say. I do. But like Wilt. <laughs> He was, you know, he he went. went Where did he go to school? Uh, he was he was whatever. He was wherever he I went. He was great. He won a bunch of stuff in high school and college or whatever. He's NBA. From, he's from Philly. Yeah. NBA. He was yeah, good. He's from Philly. And then you know he had a great basketball career. I know some people that don't think he actually scored a hundred because there's like no video of it. Yeah. I've seen a lot of people say that, but you know whatever. Um, oh, he went yeah. to Kansas. Kansas. Okay, yeah. Like, he I was know that. great. Even after, he retired and had teams that were trying to get him until he was, like, 50 to play. And then he <laughs> played professional volleyball. Did and you know that they – I've actually seen stuff, like, obviously I don't I don't know how much I believe it, but, like, I've seen stuff of, like, him being the greatest athlete ever. Like yeah. They said that he could jump, like – Yeah, so like – He had, like, a f- over 40-inch vertical. He's 70. Yeah. yeah, and he was, like, long Already. jump, high jump. Yeah. I was – yeah, they all said that. He could bench press, like – 400 pounds. Yeah, he like could bench crazy. press more than like LeBron and Shaq and all that type That's of stuff. Insane. Like yeah. he was just he was like a seven foot LeBron dang. Yeah. Dang. And then <laughs> they said that he said pretty much he said he owes over twenty thousand bodies. I don't know <laughs> yeah. if I believe that, but there's this like book on him and I watched this guy like talk about the book and he said that you know he had up to nine people at once. And I was just like, what the heck? <laughs> <laughs> How much Everybody trying to get a slice of will. Yeah, yeah. Facts. you know, I mean, I don't know what it was back then, but I mean, I'd assume Will had it like that, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> um, when I was talking to my dad earlier, he told me that one of like the greatest athletes was Jim Thorpe. You guys know who that is? Mm-hmm. Yeah, heard of him. Okay, well, he was like a gold medalist and he played football. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I just thought I'd add that in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Throw that one out there too. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know, just, just super quick. But you know, I think we came to like a mutual agreement. Like the top three. I mean, I I was gonna say Serena as well. In there, yeah. But you know, you I, 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 I like your Jackie Robinson take. I I didn't really like think about him like that. Yeah. But yeah, I don't. Definitely, I definitely see where you're coming from. Yeah, I mean it's. There's a lot of people that play, you know, multiple sports, and I think that's really cool. Kind of wish more people did it, cause you know you got like Kyler Murray, Russell Wilson. They got drafted in baseball as well. True. Mm-hmm. And they're also first round football pick, and yeah. that's pretty impressive, you know. Yeah. yeah. To yeah. get drafted first into both sports, you know. Well, I don't know if they both were first round in baseball, but you know they're pretty good. Baseball's weird. The, their draft system is is weird. Yeah, people it's get drafted like, out of high school. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing with hockey. Yeah. It's like you go into like their um like feeder system. Yeah, like the feet like the yeah. single A, double A, triple. I don't know what it is for hockey, but it's like that 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 that's the system it's part of. Yeah. 
That's why people always try to tell me to play baseball. It's easier to make it out and be a yeah. professional. Yeah, I suppose. So, but but I could never hit like that, so. <laughs> and I was, you know, yeah. Whatever, that's another story for another day. But, uh, you know, it's 323, you know, it's a Los Angeles area code, so no big deal, but whatever. <laughs> um, but, yeah, you know, it's about that time. Miles, thanks for coming on. Appreciate you, my love. Man, it's always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. Yes, sir. Appreciate uh, you guys having me on. Chop it up with you guys. Always of good. Of course, of course, of course. Same with these 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 shout outs quick. Everybody go check out Jay to the Rose on YouTube, man. Road to 10K subscribers. Uh, try to get those watch hours up so my boy can make some money. Um, you know, if you're listening, if you haven't checked out my podcast, Levels of Change yet, I'm not really putting out anymore because I don't have that class anymore, but like, you know, it's, why not? It's, it's, a, check it, it out. it's a good, it's a good podcast. It's like 10, 15 minutes. I was, I was pretty proud of it. Um, make sure you go. Oh, Miles, do you have anything you want to shout out? Yeah, actually, I got to shout out my own podcast. I've been, I've been working on some, uh, some podcasts with my job at United Way. So check that out. Um, on United Way's website, it's called Living Local. Living Local. So uh, I got two podcasts on. Well, one that just came out, and then there's another one that's coming out in a week or so. So. Um, What's it on? Give us a little preview. Yeah, so the the first one was on. Um, it was pretty cool. I got a, a chance to talk with the CEO of Milwaukee Jobs Works, which is a small nonprofit here that helps people um, with like employment opportunities in the city. Mm-hmm. And so basically, I talked about how like you know diversity, equity, and inclusion is so important right now for like all these different leaders of different organizations, but something that they don't normally talk about is like treating their employees with dignity. And like treating with respect, and like that's something that's kind of left out of the framework. Um, so I talked to to them about that, and then this um, new podcast that, I, that I'm coming out with next week is about uh, the Milwaukee Urban League, which is like one of the most stable uh, organizations in the Milwaukee community. It's been around for over a hundred years. So I just was um, basically highlighting them for Black History Month, so that was pretty dope. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's another segment to it, but. Um, another person is doing that part, so you guys don't have to listen to that if you don't want to. <laughs> Just listen to me. Living, um, living, yeah. lo- living local. Living local. Living local. Is Check it on it like Spotify or is it on the United Way website? It's on the United Way website. It actually might be on some other streaming services. I'm not 100 percent sure, but right I know on. it's definitely on the website. So gotcha. gotcha. Um, for Miles, because Miles didn't talk about it, I want to give Miles a shout out uh, in his uh, little initiative he's been working on um, with some of his his peers um it's called athletes igniting action um you want to talk about that a little bit just so people know yeah so athletes igniting action um one of my one of my best friends uh helped to found that organization this summer in the wake of you know things that were happening civil unrest in terms of you know brianna taylor and george floyd and some of the other um things that were happening this summer so they uh, and myself have all been student athletes at the high school and college level, and we wanted to focus on student athletes, um, not only raising awareness, you know, in their respective schools in terms of uh, how to speak out with in terms of social justice, but also uh, being comfortable with the platform that they have as student athletes. So we've been, you know, having some other some opportunities to to talk with some really cool people. Um, actually, had a meeting with some people at Nike to hopefully form a partnership. Uh, we're actually getting a chance to go back to our the conference that we all played in and speak at a seminar. So we've been getting some some different engagement, um, you know, in different places. So we hope that you know you guys hopefully show support in our on our Instagram page, Athletes Igniting Action, 
Um, we have a Twitter page. We definitely need some <laughs> some more work on that. But um, <laughs> we, we need to. We have a Twitter yeah, page. Yeah, Uniting well. Action Twitter page. But yeah, check us out. Check out our website, um, athletesunitingaction.com. And uh, yeah, we appreciate any support. So yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. And then make sure you check out our stuff. On you know the vibes. Make sure you check it out. All that it. good stuff. You feel me? Uh, you know. You feel me? You feel me? All that good stuff. Make sure you subscribe. Uh, follow that's all that good feel. stuff. <laughs> Share your friends. That's how we feel. You know, that's how you feel. You know, all that good stuff. But uh. I'm going to end it off right here, you know. Have a blessed weekend, and, uh, you know, hopefully you guys get a Valentine next year.